0: Okay, today's daf is Shabbos daf Kuf Chafei. Hey. We are on Kuf Chaf Dalad about ten lines up from the bottom of the Amid. Amar Av Nachman, Amar Shmuel. So, continuing the discussion regarding muksa and broken pieces of Kalim and the like, that will take us you know throughout this daf. So, Amar Av Nachman, Amar Shmuel, Cheres Ketana Mutulataltel Bechatsar. You have a small uh, Cheres earthenware Kalim that is, 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 is a broken piece. So, Halacha is Tal Bechatsar. You let him move it around in a chaser. Avo, but be- chimalus light, but not in a comeless. Now, this has nothing to do with heightzah. When it comes to highzah, you know how to carry it, Dollar Amos, and you know how to carry something in a chimalus either. Here we're discussing where you're you bent down, you pick it up, you want to use it for something, and then you're gonna put it back down. You're not carrying it more than dollar Amos. So the question is, perhaps the muxa status of the of these items depend on location. So what would what would it depend on? Well, in certain locations, people do different things. When one's in his, you know, his backyard, his courtyard, he'll sit around, he'll, uh, he'll have a conversation, he'll spit on the floor, he might need a klicheres to cover it. However, in Rosh Rabin, nobody's sitting down and having a conversation, so it would not be necessary. So that is the breakdown of the Machlechah. So, not Nachman said in the name of Shmuel, you're only allowed to move this b'chatzar, ava b'karmelis lo'i. But in a karmelis, that's similar to a Rosh Hashanah Rabin, and therefore... Uh, people are not going. You don't. You don't need this to be used in that situation, and it is Murksav Rav Nachman today Amar. Not in the name of Shmuel. He holds Afilu beKamrelis, even in a Kamrelis. Avo b'Roshes loy, but not b'Roshes Harabim, because that for sure is not necessary to move this thing. And for Rav Amar, argues is a b'Roshes even in Roshes and loy plug. These things are not muxa, either it doesn't depend on location, or we'll see that even in Rosh I could find you a need for this item. How do we know this? Ravah goes according to his own shita. his reasoning. Ravah was once going in the street of Mekhazah, which is his shoes became full of mud, Asa his uh, servant came, Shokal Chasper, he took this piece of, of Klicheres, this, this, this shard, and Mechaprile, cleaning it, as a, as a kapari, started cleaning off the mud, from Rava's shoes. So what happened was, Ramu Kala, the Rabbanon who were there, started screaming at Rava, what are you doing? And, it's Asr, muksa. So Amar Rava said, these are uh, important words to keep in mind. Let me stare Not only do you not know what you're talking about, you never learned the ligamir, You never learned what's Asr, what's mutter, migmar nami, migmar. You're going to teach others. You know, just having a conversation with someone who has, uh, you know, the wrong hashkafas. I would say, at least it's my opinion, and in, in life and. I told him, and interesting to see this, this Gemara, my favorite, he said, one thing is that you have your own opinion and do what you want, but to tell other people, to teach other people this, and you're totally wrong, Migmar Nami, magmari. you're going to teach people these things? What are you doing? I say, now, what's mukso? He says it like this, if this was in the let's say a person was drinking a coffee or something, you want to cover it, so you'd be able to use these Cheres pieces to cover your drink, so, how can I? I found you a way to use it, even in Rashi's to scrape the mud off of my shoes. I'm Rav Yehuda, i So Rav says, in the name of Shmuel, Megufas Chavez Shenichteta. You have the the cover of a barrel. Shenichteta, the barrel had already broken, but the cover is good. So you could you move it on Shabbos, you could find something to use it. You have the, the same thing, you have a lid of a of a uh, a lid of a barrel that the barrel had broken. The lid and the broken parts of the barrel could be moved on Shabbos. However, although those pieces, the shards, could be moved, but you shouldn't fix it. How would you fix it to now use it as a cover? You would smooth out the edges, make it look, you know, presentable. Don't do that on Shabbos, because that would be should be or don't do it. Don't fix it in order for it to be a good fit to support your legs of your bed. If you threw it in the garbage, usher, it's usur. If you throw it in the garbage at that point, you've shown that even though it's theoretically usable, but you already tossed it, showing that it is not considered valuable to you. So, so this person throws his, uh, throws his shirt in the garbage. He had enough of the shirt, throws it in the garbage. just telling me it's this. It depends. If you threw it uh, before Shabbos, so then... By throwing it in the garbage, you've shown that this is no longer considered a keli, and it will be moxis. So, nachrinim discuss that it's talking about something that was broken. You have a broken item, so then throwing it in the garbage shows that even though I could have theoretically used it, salvaged it, it is considered garbage. However, if it's a shirt, so when it comes to a shirt, so then even if you threw it in the garbage, most nachrinim understand this gemara that it would still not be mukhs unless it's, you know, a torn apart shirt that, that really is garbage. But a regular normal clothing person threw his, uh, his shoes in the garbage. And he realizes, wait, I don't have shoes for Shabbos. So halacha is that would not be considered mukhs. So bar hamaduri is the name of Shmuel. You have leftover pieces of, of reeds from your mat, from your siding. So you let him move in on Shabbos. My time. They told me like this. Talis, good for What a mat itself. What, what do you use it for? Like a suy you cover the dirt with it. So honey, na chazin. These things are fit like a suy be'tinayfas. You also cover dirt with pieces of this mat. So it's literally me'in melachtoy It's Similar to its original melacha. Amar Rav Zera, Amar praise You have leftover pieces of a talis, aser latatim you cannot move it on Shabbat. So, I'm talking about when there's less than three by three uh, finger breaths of material to lay and the You want to use it for anything. You want to use it to clean your glasses. You want to use it to wipe your nose. These things are not usable, and therefore, that is why it is Yashon. You have pieces of broken pieces, shards of a tanur which literally means an old oven. Rashi explains it means that it was used once already. If it hasn't been used, if it has not yet been used, so then it's not really an oven yet. The first using of the oven, that makes it, uh, it hardens it, and makes it a good oven. So you, it's called Tanner Yashem. So it was already used, it was already an oven, and then it broke. So what's that? That should be a regular Kali that you're allowed to move it in the Chatzor because it's useful. You can cover something with this. Divi Rabbi Meir. That is the opinion of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yudai Meir, no, it cannot be moved. Hey, Rabbi Yoishi, Mishram Blazavin Yaka. If Rabbi Yoishi testified in the name of and we'll come back to this at the end of the Gemara, that you let him move these broken pieces of his oven and. When it comes to a cover of an oven or, or a cover of a pot, in its tzarich it does not need a handle. Even if there's no handle to it, it will still be able to be moved on Shabbos, and we'll see this later on. So, but my we? what was the, the of said, and Rabbi said, So, the says, can they do something similar to what they originally did? Is that important, or as we had in our Mishnah? It goes with as long as it's fit for something, even if it cannot do its original malacha, it's not moksha. So malacha ve'in It's able to do something, but not its original malacha. That's the Rabbi Rabbi goes according to his pshat in Arab mishnah that if it's something new that was that wasn't, it's not. Useful for the original use, so then it's considered noilad, it's brand new and it's mukza. Rameir says, No, as long as it's fitting for something, it is mukza. So that is the machlekas. So, the obvious question, this is the machlekas, the same parallel machlekas as the Mishnah. So, Adam is I wanted to give me this case of a broken oven. Shiva a regular Kali, and then we'll figure out. Like our Mishnah said, a regular Kali, it depends. If it's Main Malacha, main malachta, if it could do something that it's that's similar to its original malacha, everyone agrees it's not muksa. What if it cannot do the original malach anymore? It could only do something else. So is So why didn't we say that? Why do we have to get into the discussion of a tanur? tanur tanor, lit pawgu bishva we're specifically talking about the Tano, the famous oven of Masechtas Kehlem, the Tana and a Mishnah So it means a person putting the oven over the bar, over a pit or over a dos, a cistern, sham So if you have a picture, the art school Gemara is a picture, the Masevta Gemara is a picture excellent uh, picture, basically you have a hole in the ground and you put an oven in it. Now the oven doesn't fit snugly into this hole and you want to lift it up. So you would put a stone between the oven and the, and the pit on and the, and the one of the walls to keep, it, uh, to keep it suspended above the pit. So it's in the pit, but only let's say a few inches deep, but there's a deeper pit beneath it and you would put a fire there. Okay, so that was the way you made this oven, your campsite oven. So beautiamar says, if you can heat the oven by putting a fire underneath it, meaning underneath the oven on the floor of the bar. And it will work, it will be a good oven. So then tell this is called tummy, because now the oven is useful. And this is called tummy of a Vimlav. If it doesn't work like that, tahar. Vacham or argue, and they say, hey, hoel Husuk." since it works, I don't care how it works, when it works. Miko makam, tame. It's always considered a But my kemiphlaki, what exactly is the machalikas ebihud nechachamim? So the Gemara says, behaikra. It's talking about this pasuk. There's a pasuk by the parish of Tuma. It says, tanor vikiraim yutats. And when it comes to tame items, they have to, uh, in order to break it, so it says tanor vikiraim yutats, they have to break the ovens. Utats means to be to detach it. Tume Anything that's missing, which which is detaching, demolishing, that could be tame, which sounds like only something that's attached to the ground. Only an oven that's attached to the ground can have tumah of a tanar. However, shein if it's already detached, tahar, special halacha when it comes to an oven, according to Abihuda at least that only when it's attached to the ground could it become tummy, As the Pasuk says, you uh, if it's not attached to the ground, it would be considered tar. So the only way it's attached to the ground is if you can, if you you, you you shtup this uh, stone on the side of the oven, you made it into uh, uh fitted, now it's a, in a fitted area, and you have the fire underneath it, it's heating it up, that's how it works. However, the Pasuk says, it's always tummy As long as it's considered an oven, it's always Tames. Like, Mar says, hold on. But of course, Rabbanan, you still have to deal with the fact. Huxiv. You taught. The Pasik says, clearly, it has to be detached, demolished, which sounds like only if it's attached could it become Tames. Like, Mar says, the Yeah, the Chams say, of course we have this pasik. but that Pusik's telling me a the other way. The Salka, the Chaminah, thought to say, came in the Chavrei Ba'ara, Kegufa. The Aradami, since you've got it somewhat attached to the ground, it should be considered and we know in other areas of halacha regarding Tumma v'tahara, when it's attached to the ground, it's not makabal Tumma. So comes the pasuk, Utah it's kamash, malan, it's still tummy. Not only is it tummy when it's not attached to the ground, even when it's attached to the ground there's tummy. We learned it the other way. We just said, no, only when it's attached to the ground is a tummy. So they might say like this, "Yed khamem kunt behudah hak save tamam The post success tamam yulaham sounds like it's always Tommy. So the grammar says, "Ah hu kid ravihuda marshmul." "Tamara vihuda amarshmul ma khlekes be haysek rishan homa khlekes be nkhamem" is regarding the first time you're firing up the oven. According to the according to vihuda, only then will it be it would only be Tommy that first Time. It's heated up only when it's attached to the ground. As the puzzle says, Utah's, sheni, When I already cooked in this oven once, and now it's a regular oven, it's considered a kelly, even if it's detached from the ground, everyone agrees it'll be tommy. When totally, it's so detached that it's literally hanging on the neck of a camel, it would still be tommy. But, and he just finishes off this. My is that according to the Rabbanon, the hesik reshine even the first heating up a philotali or that is considered an oven and that would be considered tamay. So now right now let's just go back and summarize what we said. We have uh, a cryptic brysa. The brysa says shivrei tanar yashan kecho That was the opinion of Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda said no talan. They cannot be uh, moved on Shabbos, so we had we already had two different ways of understanding the brayso. The first jab was a baya. A baya said it's the same parallel regarding noilod versus uh, you know mein malach toy or Ma'in malacha. And the second attempt is this uh, Rava that we're talking about this of Etahara discussion in Masechet S'kelim regarding etanur, the the way you learn the pasuk of yutatz. And that Machlekes is a parallel Machlekes regarding muksa. Now all the Rishonim say, that. hold on, we just had it in Davkuf Chav Gimel, we spoke about there's so many differences between Tuma, tuma and muksa. but all the Rishonim ask that question, so you, you can look there to see some answers. Okay, so now we have two possible answers, uh, two possible approaches to understanding this. And here we go, number three. This is true that the Machlekes is regarding the Tumba status of an oven. Talking about broken parts of this oven. Talk about the oven itself. This is not considered a Kaili because it's not attached to the ground. So the broken pieces. For sure, it will not be considered a keli. Elam arvashi, approach number three. I'm really talking about the original discussion that either we say you need mein malacha or mein melachtai. uva maisa tapka. So what's the discussion regarding the oven? The oven is unique. Why? Because this piece of the oven is now now could be used to be a me'ise tapka, which means. Like a, a brick oven, you know, for your pizza, or a tile, where they would heat up the tile and cook directly on the tile. So that is an interesting discussion. Is that exactly the same as an oven? So that's the like Rameh the Rabbi is talking to Rabbi Yehuda. He said, according to my opinion, as long as it could, it could do anything, it could function like anything. It's no longer. It's not. It's not considered muksa, even if it broke before before Shabbos. And it could still be used for something. It's not a moksa. But, but according to you who say that when a broken Shabbos, it has to be somewhat similar to its original task. So, Mia, at least agree with me here. That's considered its former task. Why? Because originally it was able to, to be an oven. It was a piece of an oven, which is baking, and now you're baking on this tile. You're making a brick oven pizza. You're making a pancake on it. So it's main malachtai. Rabbi Hudo says, When it comes to an oven, the way ovens are heated up, it's heated up. They have a heat... The heating elements inside here has second You're heating up underneath the tile, your skillet, and then that's how it cooks. So it's not the same thing. Hasam the oven is standing. Ha when it's not standing, it's lying down. So therefore, you cannot compare cooking on a tile on a skillet with a piece of an oven. Now that Bryce that we brought down before had one more line. you let him move the shards of an old oven. And the cover does not need a handle. They, in, a, they, in they would actually move the oven covers without a handle. It is like the opinion of Rabbeinu and Yaakov that we do not need a, a handle for this cover. These things are not considered muksa. Zok the next mishnah. Ha evin sheba ke ruha. You have a stone sheba which means you have a shell of you know a pumpkin or something that is used to draw water. So the challenge with this, if you ever go you know taybol something in a mikvah, sometimes you title a pitcher or a, or a, I don't know a um, a pot or something and it floats and you're trying to get it into the water. It could be somewhat challenging, especially for you know a deeper mikvah. You know you're not so confident you want to get in there, so. How do you get it to to sink? So what they did was with this pumpkin is they would uh, fasten a stone to it. So the stone would weigh down the pumpkin. And then once the pumpkin's underneath the water, so then you could raise it up and you have yourself a pumpkin full of water. So let's discuss the status of this stone in the mile above in NFLS. if you could draw water with this pumpkin. And the stone does not fall out, meaning it's secure. So then Malimba. No problem with that is it in Shab is because the stone has, in effect, become part of the pumpkin. It's part of the Kaylee. The If this doesn't work, it keeps rolling off in Malimba, You cannot use it. Why? Because in effect, the stone is still muksa and it made the pumpkin a buses. Next, Zamara Shikashub to similar case of a vine that is tied to a pitcher. That's your handle for your picture. So now it's tied to it as part of it, even though the vine is really useless, but now I made it into a handle. It is not muksa. You can use it on Shabbos. You have a window shutter. When it's tied and it's it's not dragging on the ground, so you could close the window with it. We'll discuss this tomorrow's Daff. What exactly is this talking about? If it's hanging on the floor, it's on the floor. You cannot use it to cover your window. Either way, it would be Mutter, and we will get into the details in uh, tomorrow's Da'af. So Tanah Hasim, looked in the Mishnah, you have a stone that's Alpiyah so you have an open barrel, and the stone is on top of it, closing it off. So, what should I do? I, I want to get my barrel of beer or wine, and the stone is on top of it, so what do I do? So tida you would, you would tilt the barrel, on its side I'll see the hina fellas and the stone falls off on its own so it's like totem or near or whatever you want to call it you're getting rid of the muks without dealing with it directly ami this uh, this um, advice only works when you forgot the stone on top of the barrel If you literally put it there that it should stay there for Shabbos. So then, NASA is the Davra So It doesn't help to move it. You're not even allowed to move the barrel because halacha is that became a bus. Let's say a person left his phone on his uh, on his bed or something. So again, sometimes we, we could consider a phone a cliche And anyways, you're allowed to move it Let's But let's say it was something that was very expensive, and it is or a rock or something that you cannot move let or say so what do I do how do I get rid of this it depends if I left it there by mistake without intending for it to be there the entire Shabbos a person left his wallet on his bed or on a counter or, or something like that on the table so halacha is so then if you didn't have in mind for it to be there you could do nay or you could shake it off and get it off the table however if a person specifically wanted it to be there and then he realized on Shabbos, whoops, what did I do that? But he wanted it to be there. Halach is that the table became a buses. So if you put it there specifically, it becomes a basis. That's only when you forgot. But if I put it there specifically for it to cover the barrel, don't tell me it's a buses. Here, I in effect, made it into a cover for the barrel. I'm a rabba. I'll ask you a question from a Mishnah. The Mishnah says like this, You have this, our, our Mishnah, you have this uh, pumpkin with a stone in it. If, it. if it doesn't fall out, so then you could use it on Shabbos. So you see from here that when you put the stone in, in a keli, it becomes part of the keli, and then it's not muksa, So it seems like only... So, so, so it seems like according to our Mishnah, it only, only if it becomes part of the Kaili do we say it's not muksa. How could we just say, according to Rav Asi, that... I'm sorry, how can we how can we uh, go against Ravami? Rami said, um, it becomes a busis of it becomes a busis. Why would it be a busis? Why don't we say it becomes part of the Kaili? And it should be mutter. Summerabah. So Savaloy, you think more says no? Hassam came into Hatka Shavia Doifen. Very different. In our Mishnah's case, when you put the stone into the pumpkin, it it's secure. So it's called hiduk. It's attached to it. So now it's considered a wall. However, your case of putting the stone on top of a barrel, that does not make it considered part of the barrel. And therefore, it would be muksa You have another kasha from the mission. It says Imlab Immamba. If it's not secure, then you cannot use it. What do you see from there? We see from there that it does become a buses. So and it's not considered part of the Kaylee. So the says, you No, know, it's different. Huston came into like, Hatka, but, tuli, but but uh. Don't ask me a kasha. The Gamar's was like this. We said, at least one Mandarmer said, when I put it on top of the barrel, that's fine. It is, it is not muksa. Yet our mission said, if it's just merely put onto the pumpkin, the, the pumpkin would be a bus for the stone. So the Gamar says, No, don't ask that question. When it comes to a cover, that's the way you make a cover. It doesn't have to be stuck into the barrel to cover the barrel. As long as it's merely on top, that is fine. However, when it comes to the pumpkin and the stone, it doesn't help to just be there. It has to actually be part of it. Otherwise, it wouldn't function Okay, so the verse is Michael Mifliki. What is this whole machlikas? Ma'ar seva b'inan ma'isa, le bein ma'isa. The machlikas between Rav Ami and Rav Asi is how much do I have to do in order to take something that was typically muksa and make it non muksa So we're going to call this uh, either doing a ma'isa, which we mean a chash of a ma'isa, which an example would be fastening it into something, making it part and parcel of a existing keli. That's a ma'isa. Or maybe a little bit less, you gotta do something, but you don't have to do something so drastic. So, Va'ozulatamayan this mach like as Ramayavasi follows their own shitas. Tihi osrav dimi am rabb khanina. Vamilam rabb zayam rabb khanina. Pamacha salach rebu la makamacha. was once in a certain place. We found a bunch of cinder blocks, a bunch of stones that were there for building. And we just saw yesterday's daf that considered muksa at that point. Ramallah Talmidim, he told his talmidim, so this is far they go, v'chashvu, and have in mind, in the l'machar, all you have to do is have in mind that we should be able to sit on them tomorrow. v'loi hetzrichan rebbe, the ma'asin rebbe, opinion was, not, was that you do not even, even need to do anything, just have in mind. Rabbi no, no, Hitzrichu Rebulamaisen. Rebbe, in fact, did require them to do something. My Ammaluhu. So, what did Rebbe tell them? And this fits with their opinion that we just mentioned. He told them, Lamdun, uh, make it, uh, position them, make it straight so we don't have to move, set it up before Shabbos. No, you need to do something more drastic. He told them to go clean them, scrape them, do something more drastic, more uh, significant. Don't just put them in the right place. So it's the same like as Rav Ami and Ravasi. According to Rav Ami, all you need to do is something. So putting, a, let's go back to our Gemara, putting a klicheres on top of a barrel, that's enough, You're using it as a cover. According to the shita of Rav Asi, I have to do more. So that's why he wanted to understand our Mishnah of the pumpkin is dafka. Dafka, when you fastened it, secured it to the pumpkin, that is considered a important Maisa. Itmar. Rabbi Shal ben Shalomer Sivar Shokaris Hava. The story with Rabbi was talking about a stack of beams. Rabbi Yossi ben Shalomer Geshoi Shosufina Hava. I was talking about the, uh, the pole of a ship which would measure how deep the water is. So that was the that was the situation. So my number Gosher, is the one that says the pole. So kolshkin savar, a pole is designated earmarked for something very specific. So to make it non muksa, that's a bigger chiddush. So if you're telling me that I could even make that no longer muksa, even though it's de- designated earmarked to be a pole for a ship. So kolshkin uh, savar, just a stack of beams, plain old beams two-by-fours, or just bricks, that for sure, I can easily make it Mukhan and no longer Muxa. But Amar Savar, I want to say that the story was talking about a stack of beams and that's all Rebbe wanted them to do. Avagashaish. when it comes to a, a pole, figuring out how deep you are, Kapadalai, it could be a person's more but on it, and it would take more of an effort, more of a Maisa to change it into a keli that's Mukhan to be used in Shabbos, We will continue from here tomorrow.